Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club. This week we play Warhammer, the End Times, Vermintide. Uh, we did a lot of things. We killed a lot of rats. But I guess we also sold some old-timey radios. But, like, you'll walk through and they'll be like, oh, there's a rattling gunner back there. Exactly. <laughs> and then you're like, where? Is where? And every I, time. I feel like I heard it an faintly. An from the 20s? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Let me sell you some vermintide yeah. there, son. <laughs> Whenever, like... Best any- radios in town, the most transistors, the most stations. Vermintide. Get them fast. <laughs> you're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. <laughs> Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm your host, Jacob McCord, and with me today, three friends, two of which you know. I'll start first with Michael Ruffalo. I'm excited to talk about good games. I am too. And our second friend that you know, Mo Murtadi. Let's play. Third friend, you don't know him yet, but you will, is Kevin Rayburn. Hello, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So we were, cute. Yes. We are looking forward to having you on. Oh, thanks. Yeah, why don't you tell us, uh, what do you like in the, the world of video games? So, so I, I kind of think I'm, I, I relate to you, Jacob, and to you, Mo. Where not me, not me. Not Jacob, me yeah, I'm not good at video games, so I relate to Jacob. <laughs> yeah. Not Rufy. I, st- I stink. Yes. I, you said that before on the pod, so I thought... You've played Fortnite with me now. I have played Fortnite. I play Fortnite and Rocket League mainly right now. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I'm supposed to play Hearthstone. And then yeah, I'm like are. I'm like Mo where I like guns and I don't like to read. <laughs> so you summed me up in a nutshell. I yeah. can't even add on. So to this that. is a I, great I mean, game for you then. I mean I'm not just like trying to put you in a nutshell, but some quality. But that's that the I'm, nutshell that yeah. Mo lives in. Pretty yes. much. It's it's a general consensus of what I like and don't like about games. Yeah. And how I play them. I don't want to Spend my time reading. You read <laughs> enough during the day, right? Yeah, have someone talk. Just move those lips and just tell me when I need to go. You need to, <laughs> you need to go to the tower. I don't want to read to go to the tower. Just tell me to go there. So the game we have today uh, is an interesting one for us. It's Warhammer, the End Times, Vermintide. What a title. Yeah. What a title. And do you know why it's called that? No. Uh, yeah. So why? it's actually three separate things. So Warhammer, we know, is a, is a world... Tabletop Games RPG-ish. workshop. You got it. Uh, the End Times is in their world what they call the great cataclysmic apocalypse that was prophesized to bring about the end of Warhammer. Okay. And then Vermintide is what they call the Skagen, the race of rodent-like creatures that have come to Uber Shrike. All the rats that you, you slaughter. Oh my god, there's so many rats. The rats to the slaughter. This game was developed and published by Fat Shark, um, and they have an interesting story. Do you want to hear it now or yes. do you want to hear of course. it later? Yes, Hit okay. me with it. So do you guys remember Grin? I do. What did Grimm make? I don't remember what they made. I, they the were spot. a Swedish developer. They are. Um, did they make Bionic Commando? You got it. They made Bionic Commando <sighs> Rearms. Weird nerd memory. The reboot of Bionic Commando. They also did the PC ports of Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter, both of them. Whoa. Um, and then they put out Terminator Salvation and the Wanted video game. And according to reports, those are the games that kind of put the company in a bad spot. Huh. They also had a deal with Square Enix that went under. Did so Grimm's... Didn't Go they, ahead. Oh, Grin. Sorry, that was all Grin. That was okay. all Grin. Okay. So Grin splits up. Overkill is one of the studios that comes from that. They mm-hmm. make the Payday games. Might and Delight is another. They made PID. And then this company has their own engine. The only other company that uses the engine is Fat Shark. Ah. Fat Shark makes Bionic Commander Rearm 2. 
They make a game called War of the Roses, which if you YouTube it, it looks exactly like this game. Um, and yes, then Guns and Gold, right? They made Guns and Gold as which well. Which I played and enjoyed. Did you? Yes. Did you play... What's that Hamilton game they do too? The Adventures of Hamilton... Either way, just trust you. they made their old engine too. They sold it to Autodesk. It's a long story. They used the money from their engine that they sold to Autodesk to fund the creation and publishing of Warhammer, the end times wow. from inside. I did a lot of research here. Whoa. Yeah. Why? They published it themselves. It's self-published. Wow. It's their first self-published game as well. So licensed, but also self-published. Yes. Interesting. They, That's not an arrangement I'm used to seeing. No. What is the normal arrangement for this kind of stuff? Normal arrangement is that a large publisher uh, licenses out the IP of, you know, Warhammer, for example, and then uh, sends out RFPs to different teams and says, we want to make a Warhammer game that's an RTS. RFP is? uh, Request for proposal. Uh, And then they say, we want to make a game that's that's an RTS Warhammer game. And so different studios will make their pitches on it. And then one of them will likely be granted a pitch. And then a game comes from that. They agree on the terms. Um, So it's very odd to see an independent studio get the licensing rights to a game, which is usually a lengthy, uh, financially intensive affair, and then pump a game out that they publish. And you have played Mo. The Warhammer RTS, right? Um, so with all the Warhammer, I'm going to put in Dawn of War, all of that stuff. Yep. I have no idea what's what and what's connected <laughs> to what. So just recently I picked up uh, Dawn of War, I think th- Warhammer 3 or something. It's the recent RTS that they released maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I, so that's I literally just got exposed to, I guess, the workshop Warhammer world recently maybe a couple months ago so i'd have a little bit of experience but it's from the past couple weeks or so and those games i believe are made by creative assembly and they're published by sega right that sounds that i sounds sega right. seems like it's familiar it pops up before i'm pretty sure but i can't those my, games always reminded I'm pretty me sure of Supreme sega. commander yes and those that is made by oh i don't remember who it's made by but i'm pretty sure it's published by sega yes I, and I think those rights were just purchased by Border. Who makes Borderlands? Gearbox. Gearbox, Gearbox now owns Homeworld. Oh, really? Homeworld? Uh, no, no, I'm thinking Homeworld. Okay. You're thinking Supreme Commander. Right. Anyway, uh, Warhammer 40K. Also, I've played Space Marine. Have you guys played that game? I feel no. like I might have, like a trial or I was at someone's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's it. A lot of games in the universe. Um, all that to say, today we're playing this game, Warhammer the End Times Room Inside. <laughs> we're here. Uh, do you want to tell the story of uh, how you played the game, uh, starting with Mike? How did you play this game? Sure. So I played this game with Jacob and Kev uh, on the Xbox One because it was uh, last month's free game with gold, or one of the many free games with gold. And so I thought it was a great opportunity to jump in and play with some friends and play co-op. And I'm so glad that we played co-op. Um, Mo, how did you play it? It's PC Master Race never PC Master Race itself. all alone. We all stay alone. on Steam. We play on that computer, that mouse and keyboard <laughs> all day. Um, is it was it the free game for January, February of 2018? December, I think. December I th- 2017. I 2017. think it was one yeah. of those games that bridged December and January. Guys, so is it available like right now, like as we're recording this? No, or no, it's, it's done. on sale right now uh, on the Humble Bundle. Gotcha. I believe it may have just lapsed, okay. like as of the recording of this, like two days ago on Xbox. Like yeah. they moved on because mm-hmm. they move at mid month. Some mm-hmm. of their games, mm-hmm. it's it's strange. Yeah, but. the reason why I said that is because I picked it up on a crazy sale. I think I messaged it to you, uh, Mike. 
I think I bought it for $6 on the hum- one of the Humble mm-hmm. Bundle sales. So that's good news for anyone that's listening. You'll probably be able to pick it up for something like that once any of those sales stop by. It'll probably also continue to go on sale as Vermintide 2 is about to drop. Yeah, I'd say try and get as many people in and familiar with the IP as they can. And yeah. Kev, uh, you played with us, but have you yeah. played any other game in the Warhammer universe before? No, and I haven't really played any other game that was first person as this is like where you have both hands coming out of <laughs> oh, the screen. So I'm very new to this. Cool. To this uh, well, you, genre. Do you play Bioshock at all? Like, uh, no? No. I, no okay. I downloaded it, but I haven't played it. Yet. Okay. Yeah. Now, should we just like say immediately what this game immediately evokes? As left 4 Dead. It's two. Left 4 Dead. It's exactly Left 4 Dead. The There's a tank. Yeah. There's a witch. There's characters that you choose, and each one has a specific type of weapon, and you destroy hordes of things while completing objectives, whether it's collecting resources or running to the end of a semi-linear direction towards uh-huh. an end goal. There, there's ammo boxes that you signal. There's health kits that look exactly the same that you signal to people. They, they bandage themselves up, look just like they do in Left 4 Dead. There are swarms of an enemy that come at you and are very easily killed. It's Left 4 Dead. <laughs> but it's real good. You know what's yeah. funny? I so I think originally when we first decided we were going to be playing this, and I downloaded, it, I started playing like a level or two. I don't know if you guys started or not at that time, but I, I messaged in our our Discord channel that we have going, saying like, "Guys, this is like Left 4 Dead 2, right? There's no story." Like, <laughs> looking for confirmation because I to be, I think this is the first game we've played where it's not a linear storyline or something crazy, uh-huh. and it threw me off guard because I didn't get any direction. It was just like, "Hey, this is the game we're playing. Just open it and go." And literally, as I'm playing, I'm like, it's Left 4 Dead 2, right? I felt, like I, I felt like I was just playing like a Spec Ops or a Zombies mode, and I'm completely missing the game. And then later on, You had on, a I'm nagging like, voice in your head like, am I playing the right game? Literally, exactly what was going on. And then eventually, actually, because what I started doing the past couple of games is once I finish one, I'll like watch a couple of reviews online to see like other perspectives so I can prepare kind of... That's my, my research for and preparing what other thoughts might be coming out of it. And I think the, in the first like 30 seconds of the first review I saw is like... Essentially, it's Left 4 Dead 2, but with different characters. <laughs> what did you get from the story? If, if I, like, let's just get it out of the way. What did you get from the story? So, I didn't even know there was a story until <laughs> I went afterwards. After we played co-op, I was trying to, like, impress you guys and, mm-hmm. and play solo and, you know, get good swords so that I can kill more rats for you. <laughs> and, like, when I started the game, there was, like, this, like cut sequence of like scenes and i'm like oh maybe i should listen to this i always just press a and hold and like get through this guess what i did i pressed play yeah that's why you guys relate you relate so hard to each other it was it was really well done that little thing and i was like oh cinematic this is what the story's about like i knew there was like rat like rats were taking over the world or something (laughs) like an obvious thing yeah because i mean there's a lot of rats and People town, people uh, places, people town and people places. Yeah. There was rats coming out of it. And so I was like, okay, so rats take, took over the world. You need to kill them all. Uh-huh. But then they like, they did this nice little thing to set the story. And I just, what was it? Cause I don't blew it off. Yet. So Mike's looking at me. He's like, Oh, okay. So let me, let me take a crack at it. When you play the training mission, there's it, a training, there's mission. a training mission. And I made sure it's weird because the training mission is in the main menu. It's not when you click start game. Um, so I went into the training mission cause I realized that this game seemed very complicated. There are a lot of different options and yes. slots and things that you could m- maneuver and change around. Uh, and so I went into the training mission and I realized that takes place just before the main game. That is like the prologue to the prologue. And you are, uh, the one who kind of look like, looks like a rat. That's kind of fuzzy Virilian or Carillion or something like yep. that. 
with the two blades and the bow and arrow. And you have to go and save Barty, the little dwarf bud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barden Gorickson. Yes, little Barty. And uh, save, save our little uh, Gimli. And then uh, you learn how to kill rats, and then you move you move on. And they keep having this discussion about, oh, we need to we need to go to Ubersreich. Um and they they end up finding out that they have to go there together uh, to to you know to save the town or the city. And then the opening cinematic is fantastic. Um, it talks about how man has not had any trouble with any creature on earth that it hasn't able been able to domesticate with steel or sword. And then the great shots of the Skaven, these humanoid rats uh, that are eating other rats uh, and how they have just exploded in population and they're coming to take over the world. And so they come from the depths and they have taken over the cities. And you as a character, from what I gather, is going through trying to reclaim each city or each area one by one until you get to the end of the game. Spoilers. When it all essentially explodes and they set up Vermintide 2. Yeah. Is it Chieftain Crench? Is that the name of the final wizardy ratty guy? That sounds right to me. Yeah. It's a good memory you have, Jake. Mm-hmm. It's this note in front of me. I said okay. it's, it's Chieftain Crench. <laughs> uh, there are different types of enemies as well. I think there's there's 10 different types of enemies oh. that we want to kind of explain. Well, you know what? Even before we even get that, I want to kind of explain like as you start the game, the reason why there's a little bit of confusion is it Left 4 Dead 2, what's going on? What are we doing? I turned the game on, and then you're in an inn because I skipped everything, and I didn't know about this training level. Of course yeah. you did. <laughs> so you you appear in this like inn, I guess, a little wooden cabin area where there's like a bar, there's some tables. Where you you, you can drink access. the beer. You can drink the beer. You can drink the beer. Yeah, and then get in fist fights. You get in drunken fist fights with everyone yeah. else at the inn. Oh, it's my so fun. And if you press the right combination of buttons, they do that little, I'm looking at you. <laughs> okay, so Marcus Kruber gives yeah. the... The, the eye, eye pointing. So we just figured out the biggest first take home that everyone should take when they listen to this podcast. Is Can we say it on it three? One, two, three. Don't drink, play it drink, alone. Drink the beer. The beer. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially what Jacob tried to help us do there was, uh, yeah, don't that play it alone. That didn't work at all. Play uh, it with some people. We were on different people. pages. Yeah. Sorry, I, Mo. We keep interrupting Yeah, you. no worries. No, play it with people because I, I missed drinking the, the, the booze of the, the inn. You get to have a fist fight in there. That's pretty cool. Whereas me, I'm playing it lost, confused. I click on the little map to choose a mission. I'm like, okay, that one looks open. So I click on that, find a, someone who's a, playing in it, like in the world somewhere. I think I played like people across the world. <laughs> no one really used their mic. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's PC. What do you expect? I would almost yeah. say we had the ideal experience because not only did we play like three of us in a party of up to four, we had a spirit guide that kind of guided oh us through. Just when the we sweetest started. human being. Mm-hmm. Toasty Coast. Toasty Coast. Yeah. yeah. Just the sweetest person I could have ever expected and to bump into in a happened. game about killing rats. Yeah. Killing rats en masse. Yeah, and I'm pretty bad. Like, I was pretty bad at this game. And she was like, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. We'll get it next time. Like, it was we were like really bad at the start. Yeah, of this. why? You just press a, you just the trigger yeah. button. Mo, don't get me started. She was don't clearly, get me started. Wait, Mo. wait, wait. First of all, what character did you play? So at first, I was uh, flamethrowing girl. Okay, <laughs> uh, what was her name? Um, you were the bright, uh, bright wizard Sienna Fuegonesis. So the mage, Fuegonesis. Yes, the mage. yes, and then I became the witch doctor, which was Victor Salspire. Victor Salspire, is which is Spire? a great name. Is yes. that a twin pistol sword yeah. guy? Yeah, I like that guy too. I thought you were playing that Legolas character. So I love Legolas. 
He's my man. Uh-huh. And bow and arrows are what I love to play no matter what. I started off with that, but then when I like joined the lobby, I had an opportunity. I had a situation where someone's like, oh, this person's playing Legolas. You have to pick something <laughs> else. And that's when I switched to the Witch Doctor because I was the only one that was available, and I played a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. I think the only other one I tried was the Mage because both of those were picked in another game I tried to join. Uh, um, I didn't try the Dwarf much. I didn't try the Imperial Soldier guy. One. Gamers. I, yeah. I tried Gims for one day or one one game, and I didn't. You I, were not liking it. No, I wasn't. the The <laughs> reload, the reload on his little uh, crossbow was was too long for me. Okay. So then I switched to the the mage, and it was just like whoa. guaranteed headshots though, because I loved Barty, uh, Barden, Gorixen, the dwarf ranger, because his bow you could literally auto aim to a headshot almost every time once you learn how to get it going. And I started with the. Who did I start with? You started, I started with, with Marcus Kruber. Uh, no, I no? started with Carillion. Which one's that? The, like, the one, the, the furry one. The that... furry one with the Legolas, the dagger and bows. Yeah. And like, okay, Legolas. Hated it. Hated it. Just because yeah. the daggers, like I didn't know the weapons at first. I'm not like, oh, this, these daggers are the mm-hmm. only weapon she has. These suck. Yeah. Low damage, high like amount of times you can hit them. Uh-huh. But I'm just like, I can do mm-hmm. way better. Because Mike rolled this amazing sword when we started. So yeah. he would just walk up to guys and be like, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slow down. First, yeah. first, first. Yes. I, I remember playing a couple missions where Jacob was playing as Carillion, the Legolas character. And Marcus Kruber. And to put it politely, it did not go very well. I sucked really badly. But then he took on the little Gimli character, little little Barty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a party. And holy cow, did Jacob just suddenly like turn yeah. on beast mode. Because he was able to just snipe people with his little crossbow. And, and the number of times that our whole party was dead or dying on the ground, and all you saw was this little dwarf running around, patting people on the butt, trying to get yeah. them to stand up. I, I think I think I might have rolled some like crazy sword early too, but with the witch doctor because there was one point where it was, one of the missions was like you're at a dock and there's like hold your ground until the ship comes. And I found this. I climbed up this ladder. I put my back towards a wall and I just let them all like come to me. <laughs> and they're all climbing up this little ledge. And I just kept slicing and dicing, and I don't think I got a single shot for a good like three minutes. Yeah. It was like slice, slice, <laughs> wielding yeah. it. That long sword. That's that, what that, I had. That's that amazing. It is amazing. It takes out like four at a time. Yeah, I call it just, crowd like, control. Flying. That's yeah. what I used at that one time. It was great, but I, saw, I still would switch back to the bow the and arrow. Oh, okay. yeah, because I I love that multi click to fire. Wait, who got the bow and arrow? That was toasty. Oh, you're, that was our, oh. yeah, gotcha, gotcha. yeah, yeah. The quick fire, just launching and just t- for example, like if you have the the witch doctor standing like at a doorway and slicing people around, if you're just behind him firing a barrage, mm-hmm. you're just like easing the load and like clearing people away pretty quickly if you kind of played it that way. I have to say that the, so the witch doctor. Probably, I would say the the best character, the witch hunter, which is that what he is? Which Victor? Victor? Okay, yeah, yeah. Victor yeah. Saltspire. Mm-hmm. Uh, his um, pistol combo was fantastic for getting aggro on the big ogres, the tanks. Yeah, uh, and the rapier was hot garbage. It's a hot mess. But the second that you play that game for I don't know two hours and you're able to roll a very basic longsword. You just become the most overpowered character in the game. You just roll around doing crowd control, just 
just mowing down rats as and, they run towards you. Until a choker d- j- grabs you and snatches you away, <laughs> and you're too far away from your team, yes. to, and you get yeah. like destroyed. So we, we got very collective when it came to uh, the the chokers and the assassins. We became very collective. Yes, I think at first, stay near me, stay near me. <laughs> Especially me, I would be like, guys, I'm getting choked. Guys, I think I'm on this yeah. stake. Guys, I'm dead. And Mike would just come by, and he's like, I got this big sword. I got this, and just yeah. one swing, and everyone would be dead. And now it's starting to make me think. Why did you give me that character? And it's probably because he's the most overpowered <laughs> character, and I probably needed the most help. Literally, this is applicable because you like playing chess. It's chess, not checkers. Yeah, yeah. It's about having strategic. the strongest yeah. team, not being the strongest character. Did you actually do that? Yes. You him? You're a terrible person. <laughs> did, you friend. actually did that? I thought. <laughs> I, I was like, I want to switch characters. I want to get more experience of this side. game. And Mike's Mike, like, Yeah, take mine, take mine, take mine, take mine. I'll be you. <laughs> the calculations are already done. He's like. <laughs> This is perfect. We're going to win this game. Yeah. Look. At the beginning of the day, he's like, how can I get Kevin to be the witch doctor? He's like, here, take my password to my Xbox Live account and just sign into me. <laughs> I have a great weapon. You can just use that. Yeah. I, I like playing video games with friends, even if my friends are not good at video games. Yeah. You and, say that, but then you... They, remember the one, one game where he just went, like, quiet. Yes. Zero Dark Mike. <laughs> He just went silent, and we're like, uh-oh. Because we actually, we screwed Mike, up. We screwed Mike, up. Mike is annoyed. Yeah. I think we, did we let you die? Was that the thing? So, so, um, it, you needed help, and we just left you. It, it, in that specific instance, when I went very quiet, it was because uh, we had just cleared out the area, and we were waiting to move on to the next area. But, you know, like in most of these Left 4 Dead-style games, if you hang out in an area, the AI director will continue to send small, small little hordes at you. Uh, and so what you need to do is just to continue to push through the level. And so I was, you know, ready to continue to push through the level and my teammates were busy making sure they killed every single last Skaven. And, uh, we were looking for the dice. Yeah. Yeah. Just looking for the dice. What do you mean you're looking for the dice? Oh, Jacob, explain the dice. So this is, I feel, the, the, my favorite part of the game. So Renault's Bones. At the end of every level, you would get die. And you would get seven die. So if you just finished the level, you would get seven die that give you two out of six chance to get a good weapon. So imagine there's a cup and you're throwing dice into this cup. And on the right hand of the screen, uh, right hand of the screen there's like a, a ladder that's basically like, hey, if you get one die, you're going to get this common weapon. If you get three, you're going to get this green, you know, better weapon. But also, if you get all your dice and you roll them all, you're going to get this amazing weapon at the top. So as you go through the level, you can collect tomes, you can collect yeah, okay. cursed die that are either in chests or just laying around. And these either tomes... Am I saying it right? I, I said so. tombs yeah, the whole tomes. time. I don't know. Every, every time I to- said it. Toasty said, said tomes. Okay. It's tomes. So tomes, uh, you would get better dice that would give you a higher chance of yeah. rolling a great weapon. In addition, and this is a thing that I only found out today, is that one time we got into a level and someone collected something called a grimoire. Mm-hmm. And what the grimoire does is it's like a dice, except when you collect it, your max health gets cut down for the entire rest Ooh. of the level. Remember that one time we were like, why is our health yes. bar gone? Someone it's a skull from Halo. Exactly. So it's a skull from Halo. It's a grimoire. You collect it, your max health goes down, but you get an automatic dice that will give you like... Something. Something. Cool. So that's the, the dice system in the game. Interesting. And you roll every time you completed the level. If you didn't complete a level, all of your progress and all of your great dice are gone. 
Yeah. I, there's one level I remember playing like in particular where every time there was something to be picked up, there's one person who's like, everyone come here. And then we'd walk up there and he's like, he's like, the lower pages. Yeah. Someone picked this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of times. Well, just that one game in particular. I wish I played it with friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we, can we take a moment to also just go back and thank, uh, our spirit Coast, guide. Our yeah. spirit guide. We, we were some lowly level ones, twos and threes, just struggling our way through missions. We, I think we all started on normal because normal seems like a normal place to start. Yeah. And we were just losing nonstop and we had an open spot in our party. And this fantastic level 17 rolled in and she was just the sweetest human being Yeah, and taught us everything about the game with the most amount of patience. But at first she wasn't in our party. So like we had a party going and she was, you know, by herself and we're just like, why don't we invite, and we, we tried to do it one or two other times and nobody did it. We're like, why don't we invite this person? And you know, we invite her in and it was like, it was amazing finding a spirit guide who taught us how to play the game. Yeah. I don't think I've had like a more positive experience with someone just like a random on the internet. In there a long are time. great people in the world. Who there knew? are. <laughs> like I didn't know. I when we when we sent the invite, I'm like, uh oh, how? Like I go worst case scenario. Like how old is this this kid? Like is he going to be like seven and say how bad I am at video games? Because I already know. And it was just this nice, the nicest person in the world. And and she was like, oh, I've only been playing for two days, and we're like. We've only been playing for two days. <laughs> You're like three times the level of yeah. like two days. She meant forty eight hours. Yeah. Straight. Yeah. Um and and we had a really great, like, epic story that I think we'll tell a little bit later, but should we talk about the different enemy types yeah. uh first? Yeah. Let's go through it. So there are the boss type characters. Uh, and those get triggered at certain points throughout the level, usually when you're close to completing your objective or when you hit the halfway point. And the boss type characters are the rat ogre, which if you've played Left 4 Dead, it is the tank. Uh, it's just this big aggro, really beefy rat that runs at you. When they hit you, they throw you across the map. Um, they just kill you very quickly and can absorb a lot of damage. So much. And really the strategy has to be everyone just focuses fire and attack on this rat ogre. Take care of it as quickly as possible. Rotate and then, aggro. Exactly. Possible. Exactly. It's tough to rotate aggro when you got the witch doctor out there. It, doesn't he pull aggro? Witch hunter. The most or something? He does. Yeah. The, those two pistols, they just rapid fire. It's like a machine gun. Yeah. And then you know, don't think about it too hard because they're flintlock pistols. Like, how does he rapid fire these pistols? But it's a video game and magic. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, in in a game where there's dwarves and actual witches and also throwing fireballs. It's the future, right? It's the future. It's like 20, 2,500. Isn't that the the Warhammer wow. oh. cannon? Because there's Warhammer and there's Warty, Warhammer forty thousand, right? Someone oh, okay. that that is a fan is just going to be like, ah, these guys are the worst. I think there's different like timelines, and I think this is like the twenty five hundred. Timeline. That would make sense to me, considering yeah. there's magic and it looks kind of medieval, mm-hmm. or not quite medieval, Victorian-esque. Um, and uh, so there's the rat ogre. There's the rattling gunner, which uh, is a giant rat. Easy to take down. Pretty easy to take down yeah. if you're not the center of attack. Yeah. So the rattling gunner stands at usually off in the distance with this big machine gun and just unloads and can kill you very quickly if you're the person that's it's attacking because it's hard to attack uh, and and take it out when you're constantly under fire. Yeah. So that's definitely you need a teammate around to take care of it or to pull aggro while you're under fire. And also your secondary weapon 
is tied to it's a limited use item so like you have ammunition for it so if your bow or your gun is out of ammo and that rattling mm-hmm. gunner is far away you're gonna have a really rough time yeah. beating it you know what's cool about which this is game, why though? sorry which is why you definitely need the witch in your party yeah the cool thing about this game maybe i noticed it a little bit more but you guys probably did is the the d- direction that the ai usually gives you when you don't know where you're going there's small little hints like, oh, maybe we shouldn't run up this area. We've been here before. Like small yeah. little quirks they kind of shoot there. Yeah, so I found that out when I played solo because when I was playing with you guys, you, I'm I'm very distracted. So I had like the regular Xbox headset on and I'm just listening to them. But like you'll walk through and they'll be like, oh, there's a rattling gunner back there. Exactly. <laughs> and then you're like, where? Is where? And every I, time. I feel like I hit, heard it an faintly. An from the 20s? Like, <laughs> yeah. I Let mean, me sell you some Vermintide yeah. there, son. Whenever like. Best any- radios in town. The most transistors. The most stations. Vermintide. Get them fast. <laughs> no, but literally like whenever you, any, I think, character gets eyesight even if you don't personally catch it if the computer senses mm-hmm. hey that one of the boss guys is in the yeah. area they throw a trigger saying oh the assassin spotted or mm-hmm. rattling gunner like coming and when i was playing alone like i could i always heard that i'm like okay yeah. so i've never had issues with the rattling gunner guy because they'd always mention it and then you'd see him like coming and you just kind of wait and then it's rapid fire i <laughs> just turning a corner Cause like, but yeah, maybe yeah. that when you guys when you play together, you guys are just kind of stuck together, and you don't maybe hear those cues. Yeah, and mostly because you're talking to each other, yeah, saying yeah. like, "Oh, I need healing." As soon as someone sees healing, or has anyone seen ammo? Anyone, please, good, I need yeah. ammo. Uh, one thing about the 1920s guy, <laughs> when you heal, they're like, "I need to heal." Yeah, <laughs> and like, it's very. Is that cool. Marcus Kruber? That, with the with the voice like that, I don't I don't know. I just heard it all the time. Uh-huh. Like I need to medicate. Even, <laughs> even playing solo, they like if a character comes up against ammo and they're full, they'll scream out ammo here or mm-hmm. medic pack here, like the other side character. So even yeah, that's it's kind of cool that even if you do play it alone, I guess mm-hmm. you kind of get the teamwork and direction just by the AI naturally. I I remember there being lulls in our conversation, mostly because we had been through an area once or twice before. And, uh, you know, everyone was quiet and you could hear the characters talking to each other or the little comments that they make. And the writing in this game was hilarious. Yes. Yeah. 100%. There were so many lines or little quips and exchanges of dialogue that actually made me laugh out loud that I was not expecting this game to have the amount of personality that it did yeah. and to be written as funny as it was. Yeah. And the voice acting being as like, look it's old timey like you can either lean into it or you can think that you're too good for it and like have the voice acting come off a little disingenuously but like yo the voice acting was pretty good in this yeah. so good yeah, yeah. The, the same dynamic that Legolas and Gimli had in Lord of the Rings where like <laughs> dwarves thought they were better than elves elves thought they were better than dwarves in this game too if you have the two characters uh-huh. in they always like try to one up each other uh-huh. yeah I heard I think I heard stop stealing my kills and <laughs> why don't you aim for your for the head always that comes up a lot yeah. like, aim for the head elf or whatever yeah. it is <laughs> fantastic yeah there was so many so many lines and quips that uh, that I think there were moments where we just end up repeating lines back and forth to each other because they were so good. I'm actually disappointed that I can't remember any right now. Mm-hmm. But one of us would laugh out loud and just we'd repeat it to each other. <laughs> like, yeah, we need no Medicaid. And and they had they had um, they had subtitles on the entire yes. time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like you could like you're like, did I hear that? And you read it, and you're like. Yep, I definitely <laughs> heard that. Although the thing that I, I feel like I need to point out is this game was clearly designed for PC. The UI is very PC-centric. Uh, the subtitles are tiny. Uh, 
it's designed for someone who's a few, uh, maybe a feet, a foot or two away from yeah. their monitor, as opposed to yeah. eight feet away from their TV. I'm glad you said that because I thought it was my eyes. Like the the little reticle for the for your sword is just a dot, and I'm like, where? Like I, half the time I couldn't find where yeah. it was, and I was just like, you know what? I'll just kill four of these at the same time. <laughs> do you remember? Sword. Do you remember when Dead Rising came out on the original Xbox 360? On I the do. Xbox 360? I think so. I just remember everyone's complaint because I used to work in retail at that point, and they used to come in and be like, "It's a great game, but like the subtitles are this big on my 55 inch TV." So that's all that reminded me of, like the original jump to next gen right. graphics when they didn't realize that, hey, we need to scale these subtitles. So yeah, yeah. just had to throw that in there. And yeah, it was just so clear that this is a PC centric game, and I was worried at first when we hopped on that it was going to be a rough go from a user experience perspective but i think having a spirit guide in toasty coast and uh and playing with friends where we were able to exchange you know little tips and tricks and things we figured out made it so much easier had to rely much less on the ux design um matchmaking when you guys played the game did you guys see like how many users were online or anything or when connecting? no did it give you access to that no it did not okay like so with me essentially i had to like go to like a lobby browser and then look for games that are started i started doing it with like in sequential order for each mission as i unlocked Mm -hmm. them i was like okay let me find this mission and who's playing it the like i think the most live games i saw for each individual like mission was maybe two or three and they'd be like korea or like australia a couple like germany stuff like that so there wasn't really that many live games then again when did this game come out two three years ago 2015 three years ago totally makes sense like because it was like almost to the point where i was like okay maybe i'm not gonna be able to connect there's Mm -hmm. one or two missions where i was like okay i'm playing the solo with like bots i guess Mm -hmm. which makes me excited because you mentioned earlier in the podcast that there's another one coming out there's vermintide 2 coming out yeah, yeah. so I so, ditched the end times, the, the <laughs> subtitle, and it's just Warhammer Vermintide 2 coming Q1 2018. Any yeah. details about like what it is or like what kind of, is it just Left 4 Dead 2, just better graphics and better weapons? I haven't done any research Nothing. into it. I watched a two-minute trailer, and it looks like, it looks pretty similar. The graphics look a little bit better. Um, I think it's the last game that's going to be on this Autodesk Stingray engine. Uh, because they basically stopped the engine because they're like, yo, Unity and Unreal are pretty good, as Mo, as Mo takes about. <laughs> why are you developing engines in 2018? You said it last night. Yeah, like, come on, man. Like, why are you developing on hard? But it looks it looks like a lot of the same, but that could be a good thing. Because I feel as though this game like has a very high... like You really have to sell this game. Yeah. It's hard to and, sell. And just to explain like, the whole really? en- the engine yeah. thing, like why... like everyone is switching to unity why everyone's switching to unreal and other big time platforms because these companies that develop these massive engines have entire teams and their sole responsibility is making it work flawlessly on every type of device every type of thing and they keep it completely open so if you want to modify something you can modify it and all the core mechanics from like menus to just navigation first person controls are already built in why are you starting from zero why are you using old code that's going to have to be ported into something else when you already have this awesome framework that you can build all your pieces on make it look flawlessly it'll be it'll perform super well and you can send it to consumers a lot quicker it's like almost a no-brainer the only reason you'd kind of stick to your old gun just to kind of say hey we made this from scratch or we don't want to retrain our entire 300 person developer staff to learn this new framework but now it's like hey it makes sense dollars and cents wise might as well switch Mm -hmm. over Mm -hmm. uh high barrier to entry like this game is hard to sell to to people so this is a really good game. 
I'm just going to say okay. it right now. And you're looking at me and you're going, Jacob, think what? Because right. I was really cold on it when we started, well, right? Well, I just want to note for everyone who's listening that when we started, Jacob was the most sour. It was as if I was on the break, break, breaking edge of destroying Jacob's arm, twisting it that hard to get him to come on and play with us and have some fun with this game. And so many gripes, so many... This In the is, first couple hours, yeah, there first was. couple hours, it was like, this is not a good game. It's almost as if this game is very bad <laughs> every time there was a problem. And then slowly, Jacob came around, but I didn't think you would come this far around. I was playing this game today by myself. <laughs> Just because I've caught, been caught so much in the high five mo, has been caught so much in like the loop trap of like, really? hey, get better weapons, get better loot. Okay, now I'm going to be the blue weapons. And then like now I'm going to be the orange weapons and I'm going to go up in difficulty. But I was super sour on this game because I wasn't, I didn't love Left 4 Dead. Uh-huh. And like really? playing a Warhammer game, like, sorry, I'm not invested in the universe. Uh-huh. So like, I don't really care. But this game is good for people who don't want to play Warhammer. Games. This, <laughs> okay. is, this is a good video game. I, I want to chime in here, Jacob. The exact same experience. Originally playing it, I was like, ah, I don't know if I like this. It's just Left 4 Dead 2. Why do I want to play this? Okay, it's actually, it's, yeah, it's like Left 4 Dead 2. Okay, I can play this. Okay, whoa, I got a new weapon. Now I'm slicing and dicing. <laughs> well, there's another level? Okay, cool. And the best part about it, it's like quick consumption. You get that fix of you mi- complete a mission, you get a reward, so you get all happy, and you close hit. it. Exactly, the dopamine hit. So, like, I got around to it, and I, I'm going to flat out say it right now, it's in my rotation. I'm at, This is the first game that we've played, like, and I didn't know anything about it, and I almost hated it at first because I didn't know what the hell. Like, I, it was too complicated to understand. But it's five, no. like, for example, we played uh, Papers Please, and it was great. And I said in the podcast, "Oh, I'm probably going to play it again to see the other levels." I still haven't. Mm-hmm. Tonight, I'm probably playing Vermintide too. Like Vermintide, <laughs> I guess. And just just to kind of keep it going, it's it's nice, quick little fix, first person slice and dice and progressing type of game. Is so, this, so go ahead. Kevin. I have two comments. Yeah. First off, quick. Quick consumption. The levels were like an hour long, and when I play, no, you're no, okay. No, 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 when no. They're not an hour long. When if when you move I, forward in the levels and don't just sit there, yeah, it doesn't take an hour I, to play them. All right, sorry, sorry that I can't find <laughs> My little man. tunnels, but but I when I played it solo, I played for forty five minutes. <laughs> And I lost like the last two no. minutes, and it was just so demoralizing. Okay, no. so just to, just to add on to that, Kevin, when I say quick consumption, it's like so I play a lot of League of Legends, but I play oh, okay. ARAM in League of Legends. If no, you know, no one knows what that is, it's a game type in League of Legends that lasts maybe like twenty to thirty minutes. Is that the condensed one? Yeah, where you get a random character cool. and it's one lane. Um, and in the regular League of Legends games, last anywhere from forty five minutes to an hour. I think that's way too long because like I don't want to commit this entire block. But ARAM is like twenty five. Five minutes at the very most and that i think if i if i do that that's a quick little consumption like okay. this is my break for the day let me just play this and i'm done or play two of them and i'm done it's only less than an hour a game Fair of enough. hearthstone yeah. is Fair quick enough. consumption exactly that's why i like hearthstone it's replayable for me as a game player i if it's quick consumption it's great but then again i've play, played horizon recently i think i've mentioned it before mm-hmm. that was several several hours and mm-hmm. i probably put several hours into that i'm willing to do that for the right game but the majority of the time i need a quick little mm-hmm. little treat and then i'm off the okay. note that that you had about uh this being in the rotation this is one of those games that i feel i'm going to say to kevin and to jacob at some point hey guys do you want to hop on and play some vermintide right and it's genuine it's not like a hey just it's on the podcast let's play this is, i would never even attempt to do that like and when i mentioned the vermintide 2 coming out 
I would not pay full price for a game because I don't like paying $70 for a game I'm not going to play. But this is probably going to be, if I if it looks pretty sweet, the first like 10, 15% off sale, I might drop like 30, 40 bucks on it. I don't even think it's going to be that much money because mm-hmm. I think this game came out and it was what, 20, I my statement. I'll 20 pay the or lowest $30? <laughs> Pretty sure it was a twenty nine. They're gonna hear this and they're gonna be like, "It's sixty dollars just for this IP address." Uh, <laughs> I would imagine me. that it'll be a thirty dollars game. Yeah, that be if it is. I'm probably gonna pick it up just because I'll have like the the, uh, the user base. I guess there's gonna be more mm-hmm. people playing it. Whereas now I'm assuming people a little bit dropped off. So with Vermintide two, there's gonna be more people to play with. I think they're gonna be more engaged and like. And I, I feel think, like oh go, go ahead, Kev. All right, I feel like I had the same experience as you two as well, where I, I hopped in it and I was like, "Well, this is really complex." I don't know about anything about magic uh-huh. and like, like all these weapons, different, different heroes. And I'm like, I have to learn all about these. And then it was, I think it was the learning curve of it. And then right when Toasty Coast came on and I was just like <laughs> the legend, the, the legend, legend the legend of Toasty Coast. And I was just like, everything kind of like, I saw the world in like color. Like, <laughs> everything just makes sense now. And I get it. And so then I started enjoying the game because uh-huh. before I was just like, all right, I'll just throw a bunch of fireballs at rats. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's that's just what my character does. And I'll just stick to this character and learn more about uh-huh. it. Yeah, because there's so much variety, not only in the weapons, but how they can be used because you have like a shield and like learning how to control aggro with your shield and your shield block uh-huh. is important. Yeah. Uh, your light swing versus your heavy swing and what that can do for different weapons. Sometimes it can, you know, armor penetrate sometimes it can stun or you know hit enemies away like learning that is interesting on that note we didn't finish describing all of the different types of skaven we did not we just got too excited so yeah. why don't we just go uh so we explain, gutter runner okay gutter runner is the assassin terrifying pops pops out of nowhere yeah just dis- uh, disappears like batman and uh, just jumps on top of one of your party members and just starts stabbing away with these glowing green yeah. blades. Green Lantern-esque blades. And yes. it's violent. Like he's, it he's, violent. he's pinning you down like a full mountain, like UFC, mm-hmm. and just like sh- crunching you. Yeah, him. grounding, pounding you with his fists, but his fists have giant green blades yeah. on them. And the scariest part is when you're far away from your friends <laughs> and you look back and there's a little green glowing like outline of you're them and just shaking. You're like, oh my God, what is happening to Rufy? Yeah. We got to go back and save even, him. Even worse than that, your friends are far away and then you see the green thing up somewhere and you're gonna, you're like, okay, I'm not going to be able to take it down before it gets to me. Yeah. Yeah. The you just accept it. That you and I used to yell, assassin, assassin. <laughs> yeah. It was great. That and the pack master who we called because it had a hook, we called at the hooker the hooker Hooker, we'd be like hooker or assassin (laughs) and the worst part was you didn't have any ammo in your ranged weapon and you heard there's a hooker around you're like i'm gonna get hooked (laughs) literally there's nothing (laughs) i try to do my long sword and their their hook is just so long they're just like nope or when it hooks someone and starts pulling them away through a crowd of rats and you're trying to slash away through the rest to get to your friend you're like i'm coming don't and and it's kind of gruesome when the the hook rat just like oh puts you right up on the hook and, and then they're just you. like like sitting up there yeah. by your neck you're like oh that that just feels painful to me and I'm playing the video game yeah, yeah a little less scary is the poison rat globadier yeah, I think you, is the name of that throw the stink bombs that was at more you. annoying than yeah. anything uh, it's just a new one thing I didn't like well surprise surprise 
I I felt like I didn't know when I was getting really damaged. Maybe because I didn't have the like the vibrate on the controller like mm. you guys had. But on a mouse and keyboard, like you'd you'd get like the visual cue sometimes, mm-hmm. or like it would the screen would shake if you got hit in the back or something. But there's so many times where I'm playing the game and all of a sudden I have like twenty percent health. And I'm like, where did when did Whoa. this happen? I felt the opposite way where like I kept seeing like all the red things around i'm like mm-hmm. oh man i'm taking so much like, oh, damage and how i look you? and i'm like uh, i only have one little thing taken mm-hmm. off of what me. did your health bar look like was it a circle or something like no what no, was no it? it was it a was, bar right it was a bar yeah and then, like it was sectioned off okay that's what i had exactly yeah. but, but we also had directional had, yeah when you were getting damaged a lot you'd have red outlines on the outside of the screen to be i like, didn't know dog that. you getting the damage yeah. and it would be directional so you knew if it was at the top it was someone in front of you if it was on the bottom of your yeah. screen it was someone behind maybe you. i don't know i don't want to say didn't because i maybe i wasn't paying attention too much to it but I, for, there's so many times where i'm playing i realize why wow, i'm dropping in health or i dropped in health and i haven't like put packed up mm-hmm. anything at all mm-hmm. The okay, so those are kind of the higher end level yep. bosses. Then there's sort of the mid level boss, the the storm vermin. storm vermin, and these were Skaven that had full shiny metal plated armor. They look like Spartans. They did look like they looked like Roman legionnaires. Yeah, and they would come through, and they had these big pole. Um, Pulse sights, lances. lances, something along those lines, that they would do a big overhead swing They'd like a you. moblin from the Legend of Zelda. And uh, yeah, they would push you, and they were very difficult to kill if you did not have a projectile. Um, I found it was really tough to kill them, even uh, as the witch doctor with the broadsword that you could just crowd control people with and swing away until your sword was looked more like a bat because it was covered in blood. The only character that I found that could very quickly take care of these storm vermin was the witch. Yeah. Uh, three fireballs to the face and those storm vermin were collapsed on the ground. It was the easiest way to take care of one of the most difficult and annoying Skaven that you face consistently. When I upgraded to the green dual flintlocks, it was it was about three or four shots, but like okay. you would still have to hit them in the head. Uh, which I found shooting in this game on console was a lot easier than other games. I don't know if I'm just getting better at shooting because I'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty terrible. They, they might <laughs> also have better like an auto lock on type thing. Yeah, too. my bow definitely had auto aim, like an aim assist on it. Yeah. So like if I. If I was directionally, like, say there's a storm vermin, because I found my bow was pretty good at killing storm vermin if I headshotted them. Now, if I was, like, pointing in the right direction and I zoomed in like you would, like, yeah. the iron sights in any gun on any shooter, you iron sight, and it would lock onto their head right away. Now, you would have to, like, shoot it off right away, yeah. but if you auto-aimed and then locked the head, like, it would be flawless victory from there. So, storm vermin, uh, then there's the the common, the clan rats and the skaven slaves, uh, but there was also the sack rat as well. That Which little rat that had the sack, that if you killed him, he had some items. Oh, I think yes. we only we, saw him once or twice. We saw, we saw him once. I saw him a couple times, but I thought that he was... I think someone had mentioned that it was a hooker who had lost his pole. Um, and so that's what I thought it was at first. And then we realized the one time that we were able to kill him that uh, he actually just has a whole bunch of goodies in his little sack. He's a little Santa Claus rat mm-hmm. running around. Yeah. Now, Kev, you mentioned... Sorry, go ahead, Mo. No, I don't think I've even seen any of those. Mm. Or maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, we only saw one, I think. Well, I only saw one. I, I saw him a couple times. At, at least two or three times. Kev, you mentioned uh, a green weapon um, yes. that you got that made it so much better for you. Do you want to kind of explain how the weapons work or the different types of weapons work? So there's the common, which is like gray, and then green, 
blue uncommon yeah green uh, yeah and then it in progression it goes green blue then gold rare epic yes. and yeah. then legendary it's mm-hmm. the diablo loot system yeah mm-hmm. and then there's purple loot which is from the dlc but you you can upgrade them in multiple ways like you can play higher difficulties or you can get things that unlock throughout like the forge yeah so that's one of the things that made me start liking this game is when i understood what forging was and then we found that um that little uh, shrine, shrine of solace. The shrine of solace. The shrine of solace, and you could pray for weapons based on like, <laughs> like you gave them rock, and then you prayed for weapons, and they gave you a weapon. So you gave the the type of rock you gave is the type of weapon you got, and then you could also forge the rep- weapons that you had to get the type of rock that it was made out of. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things playing this game was not quite in the moment of playing this game, but it was hanging in a party chat with you two. As we were maybe playing a different game, and you guys said like, "You guys, you guys want to hop on Vermintide?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Like, let's play for some weapons. Yeah. Let's just. Pr- I can't wait to pray for some weapons. Yeah, yeah. Jacob, Jacob discovered it first. He's like, "Oh, you can you can pray for weapons?" And I was like, "What are you talking?" Yeah, about? then I explained like, it you to can you. pray for weapons. <laughs> like, well, okay. All right, I'll do like, my our, our fathers you, right now. Yeah, what do you mean, pray for weapons? There's this god up in the sky, and you say, "Hello, sir. I would like a purple weapon." I and give you rock, and you give me a weapon. Send you an Amazon gift yeah, card, exactly. And then you could forage the weapons you prayed for. So, like, you can get you just you get weapons for every type of character. And I only played two, and then I only I was forced to only play one. You are not forced to play. Some mastermind who played the game with me. And so I foraged all the weapons that I had from other people and just prayed for the weapons for my guy. And then I, you can, what is it called? Mold, Uh, melt? There's salvage. So there's fuse, which essentially you take five weapons from like the white class and then you fuse them to go up one level. So you take five little commons and they go and they become a green weapon. Yeah. So that's what I did. I took all the weapons from everyone else. Broke them down to rock, prayed for ones for for my guy, and then fused them all to get a better weapon. Yeah, not only that, your weapons, once they get to like green or blue levels or orange, they have special abilities tied to them that you unlock by dumping more rock into them. But if you don't like the power that you're... Say you love your weapon, but you're like, hey, this power is not helping me at all. You can re-roll for a new um, ability or even if you like the ability, but the, the percentage chance of it hitting and having the thing happen is very low, you can even re-roll that percentage. So like you can be like, I'm going to spend 10 rock to see if I can have my percentage that I gain health every time I hit something go from 5 to 15. Yeah, so if you love to gamble, this game <laughs> is for you. It definitely it hits a lot of those loot box type uh yeah. type hooks yeah of and, you never know what you're gambling for and then there's contracts that you get later which are basically like hey do this level and do this thing in the level and then we're going to give you extra weapons or rocks or it's man it gets your claw it gets its claws in there it's a good game like like yeah. an assassin and there's dlc <laughs> like an assassin uh there's dlc for the game some free some paid um the structure of the game is there are acts uh which have levels within each act mm-hmm. that you can beat on five different difficulty levels, and that's how you get to 100% in the game is you beat every single level mm-hmm. on the five different difficulties. Mm-hmm. We basically only did like easy, easy and it's some normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried hard today, and it's it's difficult. Like yeah. you gotta you gotta get like your weapons up before you even try them. It's a it's a vicious cycle. I'm happy to grind this. 
I read the subreddit and they were like, hey, as soon as you can do it easy, like move on to the next difficulty level. Oh, fun fact. I just pulled up the Vermintide 2 release like info. So it says Q1 2018. Last like update was like in October of 2017 saying, hey, this game is coming up. So it could come out, I guess, really soon. They had an even uh, a recent update in January of 2018 on the Xbox Wire blog uh, promoting it. Yeah, it doesn't have the actual on Steam. It says it doesn't have the actual date, but it says Q1 2018. And the, if you pre-order now, you get ten percent off, and it's twenty nine dollars Canadian. If you get like the collector's edition, it's forty six dollars. So it's a lot less than I was expecting, guys. I'm actually I'm probably buying this. <laughs> I'm not. I just I, I I it's something. It's a first person shooter that I like. It looks great from these like trailers. I'm that's right in front of my face. Yeah. Are so you going to buy it on console and join the dark side? Nah, I can't do that. Uh, so level design. So level. Um, so one of the things, I don't know how you guys found it. I mean, I'm, I know how Jacob and Kevin found it. I don't know how you found it, Mo. I found the level design in this game to be pretty good. There was no point or very few points that I found I didn't know where I needed to go. Um, and I thought it was very good at providing little breadcrumbs to keep me moving forward. If it wasn't a very clear uh, you know, downward slope that you had to walk down or upward slope, there were always little patches of Skaven that would lead you to where you needed to go. So, you know, if, if you were in a tight city and it wasn't, you know, you didn't know whether you needed to go out into the street or you needed to go into this building, they usually put a couple of Skaven inside the building. So you knew like, oh, okay, these are the little breadcrumbs they need to go and kill before I move on to the next area. Did you find it? Yeah. Way? So little yes and no. There's one one first of all, when you guys played it, you guys had three people kind of like deciding to go places. So your breadcrumbs that you thought were breadcrumbs were just because you had a community of people looking for different directions. So sometimes probably Kevin pulled you somewhere, Jacob probably pulled you somewhere, and the magical character that helped you in this game. Uh, what was Beth. her name? Beth, yeah, she probably helped you a lot too. With me, there was and I even at the reviews I saw afterwards there were some points where you don't know where you're going to go until you wait for the trigger and the game picks realize, hey, you've stayed in the area so long, they'll mention, hey, why not that way? Or they'll say <laughs> something to kind of push you along, not this way kind of thing. Um, so you get lost pretty, not pretty easily, but some of the times. And um, it's if you are playing with people like we recommend, you probably will have a better time and you'll enjoy the level design better because you won't have those like hiccups where you're like, where am I going? Mm-hmm. So... I have a comment about level design. And it's probably <laughs> it's probably because I was left behind a couple times because I, I just, you're, in the, you're in the right place. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. This is the I, did, yep, I didn't get it. The I, name of the yeah, podcast. I, you, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't yeah, mean to you, do that. you totally did. Go so ahead. so I was it's forgotten before, um, and um, and so like I was like, oh, where do I go? And it was like this dark. Again, my eyes they're terrible now. <laughs> this dark tree that you went through that went up and i couldn't really see from the side that you you could go in the tree or whatever and like so i was left behind and like zing again sorry (laughs) (laughs) but then i so then i was like okay maybe rufy has a point like oh this is great level design i was always like ah i don't know there's always dark nooks perfect exactly that's exactly what i'm talking about it's there's lots of parts where you're kind of like where am i going yeah and like there's parts where you go in to look for dice and tomes and lore book pages and health and all that so there's like tons of Mm -hmm. rooms to explore Mm -hmm. that i don't know and so i played it solo just to just to double check that my opinion was uh right for me i guess (laughs) and so i went and there was a cue that said oh maybe we should uh, head down here but 
I thought it was the door to the right. So I just, I kept going around and like, it was probably just like an opening that was probably like shoulder width of the character. And I didn't find it for about 15 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if level design is, is uh, it's okay. okay. I'll say it's okay. I'll, I'll meet you in the middle. Okay. So I'm going to, I feel like I'm closer to Mike in that like, Hey, that they did some smart things for me. The smartest thing was a lot of the time they'd have you drop down and mm-hmm. you weren't able to go back any further. So you're yeah, like, mm-hmm. Hey, that whole part of the level is cut off. I can't go back that way. I know that I have to navigate in this general direction. Um, what I appreciated about level design that we haven't mentioned is that there was a lot of, not a lot, but there's a little bit of variety in the types of things you would have to accomplish. So like, say Good there's point. a mission where you have to pick up these flower bags or you have to destroy these, these couplings or you have to destroy Take these barrels that t- explode and put them in the wheel. Exactly. And a lot of the, the time, like you're moving forward and it's like a narrow corridor and then it opens up where it's like, Hey, collect these things. There wasn't a ton of variety in the main game In the DLC. They did some cool stuff that we didn't play. Um, they had example, they threw in a torch where like if you're outside in the darkness, you get damaged, but you need to actually uh. hold the torch and keep going. I want to say they did some cool stuff with variety of like level size and like types of structures and engagement. Um, I don't know if I'm an entitled gamer, but sometimes like I'm sitting there and I'm like, where do I go? I would have loved to have a waypoint. Just be like, Hey, go this way. Yeah. But that's my entitled gamer coming out. But yeah, at the same time, like waypoints are great. Those little alerts are great. But I don't know this game. I've, it wasn't too hard to find my way even though there were parts where I'm like where am I supposed to go but it wasn't frequent enough for it made me not want to play just I was like oh I'll figure it out and then eventually you got to the next spot and kept moving I think a lot of what this game did was create uh, a drive in me to keep moving forward because you know that if you stay around, more Skaven are coming after you. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's stay- why you kept saying, like, keep, we need to keep moving. Yeah. We need to keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> and so I felt this real pressure to continue to keep moving. <laughs> and so my brain was intently focused on how do I continue to move forward? I have a funny point about that exactly. And so I felt a lot of the, a lot of the time I was just dragging our party along. Like, come on, guys. We got to move. We got to keep going. And, and everyone was like, but we're looking for dice. Yeah, I guess I guess I was kind of like just <laughs> looking around, just admiring walls and stuff. Like I, I was, I just, need the better weapons. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna poo poo anyone finding some dice. I so need I can the better I weapons. Get better weapons. To be fair, I should have just took like a strategy, just follow every wall to my right, and then eventually <laughs> I'll find it. But yeah, You're like a I blind was, mouse. I was just kind of looking around. Right. Yeah, okay. so it was my, and while playing like by myself with like the random people around the world, there was not much like vocal communication. But sometimes someone would message something. But one of the things you'll, you, I started to do was like I just followed whoever was the most confident and the fastest walking in a direction. I'm like they know where they're going. <laughs> but to go talk to Rufy because I got a little nervous at one point. I just started exploring and they started following me. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I have no idea where I'm going. Well, usually <laughs> they look at your level there and like, oh, he's level. <laughs> 60. No, Let's but the, there him. was one point where, like, yeah, no, I was low, but I was just like walking away. I jumped up somewhere and everyone was behind me. I'm like, uh, I don't know if we're supposed to go this way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Graphics. Serviceable? It's great. Totally fine. Yeah, it's great. I, you can't expect a game that has hundreds of enemies coming at you or, you know, that many different characters in an environment that big to look 
absolutely amazing. Yeah, different animations, different characters, different effects, mages, gunshots, mm-hmm. the different things that's happening. It's, it's not going to be crisis. And it's 2015 is when it was released. That's I guess that's PS four ish title. Like it looked. I had I played it on my PC mm-hmm. and it looked. It looked. It was great. It's a great triple A ish graphic title, but it wasn't like Shadow of War or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's like a better Left for Dead. It reminded me of Dead Island a little yeah, bit. Way better than I, Left for I've Dead. Never too. played Dead Island. So it reminded me because there's a system in Dead Island where you can like decapitate zombies and like cut off their uh-huh. limbs. Dead Space, like right, there's a lot yep. of that, but Dead Island is like, hey, it's on an island. There are lots of zombies on screen at the same time, and also with the weapons, you have like an analog. Um, like like uh, weapon control component where mm-hmm. you can like hey I'm gonna hit his arm or hit his leg so kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Can we also just go back a minute talk about the witch hunter's broadsword and when you charge up the attack and slice through a skaven perfect like just a clean cut and it's yep. just like a pair of legs standing there in front of you yeah. like where did the top half go? One of the most satisfying. I think there were moments throughout the game that I kept telling you guys, like, oh, there is nothing I find more satisfying yeah, than uh, crowd controlling these rats. And the sound, the sound that it made, I could, like, <laughs> when there was, when there's like a million rats coming at you and you're just doing the charge attack, <laughs> like, four or five <laughs> times, it's like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, that's so good. One thing that I think <laughs> was feels. done really well was that feedback when you, you no matter what you shot if you shot something from far away with a bow and arrow it had that quick little x or that little noise that tick, you got mm-hmm. them and then yeah. they dropped or whatever it is it's just small little feedback that's sometimes mm-hmm. not there but it, they did it pretty good well here. designed and the basic rats when you hit them in the head they do like a little pencil dive little shape and then they just fall forward i, f- I found that hilarious <laughs> yeah my character could actually cut off uh barden could cut off certain limbs so like you'd cut his arm off and he'd just, ah! <laughs> the other thing is uh when Whenever you killed one of those the, the big guys, I guess uh-huh. like the armored person, it would say you killed this person, yeah, and you just yeah. kind of like subtly like yeah yeah I did that. Yo, yeah. yo yeah. everyone saw that. Yeah, I know you guys helped, but I did that. <laughs> yeah, we had that in the chat. They're like, oh, I killed him, I killed him, and I'm like, actually, <laughs> I killed him. You just smile shot it. I got all the damage. You just sat there. <laughs> kill steal. Kill steal. Yeah, stop was, stealing my kills. It was really good at the end of a of a mission to see the breakdown of who did what and how everyone panned out. Everyone's nervous like I thought it was great though because there were so many different variables and things that they looked at that even if you weren't the first in kills you could feel good about doing a lot of damage or if you weren't good at damage or kills you could feel good about having saved your allies. And if you didn't do all those you survived. (laughs) Yeah but it did a good job of rewarding people for doing a variety of different things. As opposed to just being, you killed the most people. Except yeah. except the most important stats were the first three that they showed you, and it was roofy, roofy, roofy. <laughs> yeah, storm vermin kills, kills, and damage done. Damage taken. done, yeah. And then I was like, uh, like hero saved. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin with one. Like, yeah. <laughs> or got, everyone I got, got one. zero, but Kevin is hey, first. If yeah. you weren't around to pat my butt, I wouldn't have been able to get up. That was another hilarious thing. Is the little <laughs> the animations to save people. You were just like, come on. Come on, guys. Let's get just up now. Just Let's get up now. <laughs> okay, you're good. You're good. The amount of times Mike would just get, guys, I need a pat on the butt. I need a pat <laughs> on the butt. It was great. I, I loved it. I, I felt we had just not only great moments, you know, in the, in, the, in the missions themselves, the little stories that unfolded, but it was just great to hang out with friends in like a different environment mm-hmm. of, than games and what 
what I'm used to. If you do not have friends to play this game with, do not play this game. Really? Is that, is um, no, I say play it. Like if it, well, right now because it's I guess it's like dying off because the new one's coming out. Mm-hmm. If like if you need a new game to like play like with co-op with the online community. It's a nice little change of pace. Like, and it's not that expensive. Like, I'm, I don't know how much it'll be for Xbox or PS4, but mm-hmm. for PC, it's uh, thirty bucks. It's a consider. Wait till it goes on sale. Obviously, that's always what everyone says. But I'm going to be buying it, mm-hmm. and I I don't want to spend that much money on games. And I think I'm going to be buying this new one. I think it was great that we played it on the Xbox because there was clearly an influx of players. You need community. Um, yeah, like. I, we always had someone slot in. There was only one mission that we played where we had an AI bot the whole time. Um, but in every other case, usually within the first minute, we had someone slot in. In almost every case, they were higher leveled than us. Knew what they were doing more than us. Um, but it was great to you know have people drop in and drop out. And we came out with great stories. I mean, yeah. one that I, I think you know would be a good place to close the podcast is we had a point and it was on I forget which level the one of the coast like the docking the dock levels uh, black powder the black powder level the um, most difficult level the most difficult level um, we were running to the exit and our compatriot not the th- not the three of us uh, but the person we'd been playing with they died. And they were in the party chat with us. And they were and, just like, leave she me was, behind. She was like, leave me behind. <laughs> because we were so far ahead. Somehow she'd gotten behind us. And we're like, no, we are not leaving you behind. Yeah. So our health was not good. We went back together. That's when the Rocky music came on. I think we were pretty quiet after the mission. Because that was our last one. But after, I think, our fourth left, we were like, that was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We went back and got her, and we won the level. Also, so the exit to every level is this carriage that you get in, and your carriage driver. Yeska's coach. Uh, Alicia? Alessia? Uh, okay. She's just sitting there the entire time while <laughs> we're fighting. Yeah, we're fighting that. rats. We're going back for for our, our friend there who's, who's died and, and we have to <laughs> save her and she's just like oh, hurry up guys Like I'll, I'll just be here with my horse while you guys take care of all these rats that are surrounding you and that, that beastly rat as um, well I loved closing the coach door on you guys as you were trying to come in hey we need to get in we're dying here nope it's fine yeah. stay out there for a little while I get some it. sun get some sun with the rats yeah Closing thoughts about the game? I think we've pretty much covered it all. Yeah, I think we... I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I liked it. I really enjoyed this game, and it's going to be my rotation. I came in with fairly low to moderate expectations, and I was very, very pleasantly surprised. I, it's a game that I will probably bug you guys both to come back and play every once in a while. Yeah, I, um, I probably wouldn't have played this game because I haven't played any game like this. And you guys told me to play it, so I did. I gave it a shot. I liked it. It's really fun. I'd play it again. So, uh, have you seen... Uh, do you know Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Are you familiar with him? Which one is that? No. He's he's the wrestler with the giant uh, biceps. Oh, Stone Cold. Is, 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 is he uh, the no. one that... Oh, Kane. Looks Kane looks Kane with the, the one that cooks things? Uh, you, the Undertaker. Yeah, he does. On he's his, the Undertaker. On his oh, channel. I know the Undertaker. The Undertaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Undertaker. Yes, we know who Dwayne The Rock Johnson is. <laughs> he has a new movie uh, based on the original Jumanji film. Oh, really? uh, mm-hmm. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. That is movie... It's a paid sponsorship? Uh, no, it's not, but okay. I watched it, and I was so pleasantly surprised at how wonderful the movie was. I'm exactly like it with this game. Wow. I, I, uh-huh. I, and you, you can tell me this. You can... I can vouch. You can vouch for this, Mike. 
I hated this game when we started. You did. You were the most sour. sour I kind of was too. I'm like, I don't want to play this. I, I, <laughs> you had to sell this game really hard for us to even play it, and I just was like, you. Sh- I hate this. I hate uh-huh. this so much. I turned the corner hard. This is a good video game. If you have, I would not go as far as you said, Mo is like. I think you need at least one friend to play this with. Yeah, you have to. But I was just saying in general, like you could keep it. Is there split screen at all in on Xbox? I don't think so. Then you know what? Yeah, you. I would, I'd say if you have a couple people to play with it, then do it. But I understand there's a good subreddit for this game, so maybe huh. that's somewhere you could find players. But I would say like play this game if you have w- one other person. Like yeah. you don't need f- three or two other. If you have one other person to experience this game with, do it because you're going to learn together. You're going to have a lot of good, a lot of fun. And if you like Left 4 Dead, like. This this is yeah. a video game, and you know what? The community of Vermintide restored some of my faith in humanity. We met a random person online who is one of the sweetest human beings yeah. with the most patience I've ever come across. So I would say, hey, you know what? See if you can join a party and see if those yeah. people are nice because it's the we first proven it. First time I went into a game and joined a party where someone didn't tell me to uninstall it <laughs> <laughs> or or made comments about anyway. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a episode. That's we did it, Mike. What you have a business? I have business. So uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode, if you guys uh, if you thought it was it would, thought it was good, you should go to iTunes, uh, give us a five star review. Uh, let us know in the comments what you like, what you didn't like, what you want different, whether you want more or less Kevin in your life. Uh, we, we can you know I've got a lot of Kevin in my life. We can we can see about in, in the pod. Um, Mo, is there anyone uh, that we're throwing to this week? Any shout-outs? I'm taking a look now, but if you do actually leave us a five-star review on iTunes, you will get a shout-out from myself, Jacob, or Mike, or maybe our special guest of the podcast. So feel free to drop one. Let us know what you like, what you didn't like. And if you didn't like the podcast, feel free to throw us an email at questions at leftbehindgame.club. And tell us what uh, what you didn't like. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jacob, where can the people find you at? Uh, if uh, folks want to watch me play most of the games we play in the Left Behind Game Club, they can do so at jacobstreams.com. I did not play Warhammer Vermintide. Uh, we co-streamed on Mixer for a little while, which was interesting. I'd never used Mixer before. Yeah. Um, if you want to find me online as well, you can do so at Jacob McCourt. Uh, my social media binge, or purge rather, is almost done. So by the time this next episode comes out, you can see me on social media. Interesting. And Mo, where can people find you at? You can find me at Murtadi across the board. That's M-M-U-R-T-A-D-I on all social media platforms. And Mr. Kev, what would you, uh, where would you like people to find you at? You, you can't find me anywhere. Send a raven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send a raven. I, um, yeah, I'm, I guess, accidentally uh, doing the... Uh, purge of social media but you can find me at questions at left behind game club okay. okay we'll, we'll get you connected where, where can yeah. people find you on xbox oh it's uh it's a tribe called kev because he's got great taste in rap music that's a great name it actually uh, is i didn't bring it up earlier because i didn't want to make a big deal but i love that name that's yes name. I, I mean you did well thank you thank you and, and mike where can people find you and so everyone can find me at ruflo m on almost every single social media platform or you can find me at michaelruflo.com And uh, and that wraps up the show. That, my friends, is one less game left behind.